Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. Hello, hello, hello. People in the land of the internet, welcome. Welcome. I'm glad to have you here. We are we are back. We never left, actually. We're here to finalize Halloween, despite yes. the fact that we have bled into November. Yes, yeah. we have. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it's not so much that we're looking to scare with this one. Um, no, um, although... but if you have any acid, take it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because this was a Mr. Brown selection. And I have to say... Adam, this is a rather quirky selection. Uh, he's a quirky turkey. It's like one of those film strips uh, from when we were in school and you hear the ding. Take your acid now. <laughs> exactly. LSD will work too. Yeah. Either way, you'll be fine. Uh, the movie will actually make sense if you're watching along with us. Well, why don't you tell the good people of the internet world what we're watching? Uh, we are watching Phantom of the Paradise and the synopsis for this bizarre piece of cinema. Wait, the Andrew Lloyd Webber one or the... Oh, uh, yeah. An exact remake, actually. Oh, I, Before I, it came out. I, well, I, was, I love Phantom of the Opera. It was Brian <laughs> DeWeber. Brian <laughs> DeWeber. But yeah, it's called Phantom of the Paradise, so it's a bit of a trippy, different movie. It came out in 1974, and it's about a scarred rock opera composer, William Finley, uh, he attacks a music mogul, Paul Williams, who has made a deal with the devil. Yes. That's kind of it. I mean, yeah, that, that's sort of, <clears throat> it's, uh, well, it is a Brian De Palma film. Mm-hmm. What else has Brian De Palma done? Oh. Uh, you kidding? Uh, I'm just asking. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's to make conversation. What, like the best thing Brian De Palma did? Yeah, what's the best thing? Well, mm-hmm. Carrie, he did Carrie. Yes, he did. Okay. Which had a little crossover, cast-wise. Because yes, uh, Sissy Spacek lost uh, out on the role to, who was it, Jennifer Harper? Or Allison Brie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's who would we play wish. her these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 Allison no, Brie's a little too young to have starred in this movie. Uh, actually, the actress who plays Phoenix. And we'll Jessica Harper. Jessica sorry. Harper, yeah. Jessica Harper, that's right. Uh, she also was in both the original and the remake of Suspiria. Ah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, interesting. Yeah, but no. So, uh, Phantom of the Paradise. A couple of things that have to be stipulated first. Premiered before Rocky Horror, even though it's like this bizarre blend of Grease, Phantom of the Opera, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and Death Race Two Thousand. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I yeah. The, I can see the Death <laughs> it's Race kind part. of a, a, but it came out before Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Before Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera, and it wasn't even based on the book, no, it's the not. Phantom of yeah. the Opera. It's based on the original Phantom of the Opera movie because in the book, the Phantom of the Opera was disfigured from birth. He didn't yeah. have a horrible uh, comic book villain type accident like it happens in this movie. Yeah, it's um, it, it's basically Faust. Yeah, it's like two levels of Faust. And we'll get into that. And a bit of a but picture it's, of Dorian Gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some Dorian Gray. It is basically, though, all those things aside, what it is, I think, is an indictment <laughs> of the music industry, the professional recording industry. Specifically, I guess, you know, in the all of the 60s and the first couple of years of the 70s, the 
you know, the times when uh, the industry was run by Phil Spector's and people like that. So, exploitation, yeah. a lot of exploitation. A lot of oh, exploitation. God, the poor women in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were exploited big time. But from that era, though, comes the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you described him, I think, earlier as, as, as an icon or a treasure. Oh, an, yes. an, an American treasure. American treasure. Yes. And who are we talking about? None other than... Paul Williams. Yeah. Now, our older hindsighters will know who that is. We did do Smokey and the Bandit. Was he in He was Smokey and the Bandit. Or was that part two? I can't remember. I no, he, no he was Little Enos. He was Little yeah. Enos. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, interesting fact, gentlemen, it was a bit strange how this lined up because I had to have a palate cleanser after watching this movie last night. And I turned on Community. And who's guest starring in a tiny little guest spot but Paul Williams? Paul Williams, yes. Yeah, the gang finds a bunch of books that they're trying to hawk, and Paul Williams is the potential buyer. But just it, it's so funny because he just looks at them and he's like, "Oh no, this is the misprint. I don't think so, sweetie," and just walks away from. <laughs> That's uh, all Shirley. you need from Paul Williams. Yeah. I guess so. But he—he's he, in a lot of movies, though. He is. He is. But I mean, I think he's obviously best known for his music. For uh, sure. See, <clears throat> I I would have to disagree. I think it depends on your generation because I didn't know he was a composer. Oh my gosh! You surprised the hell out of me. When, That's surprising. When He's you an Academy me. Award winning yeah. composer. Yes. Well, I mean, okay, the the two that spring to mind. One is uh, "Old Fashioned Love Song" mm-hmm. by Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night Ooh. sang it. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I don't remember. But but Paul Williams wrote "It's Just an Old Fashioned Fashion Love yeah. Song" and also uh, a song that to this day, me at almost forty three. I still tear up when I hear it. Oh, same. No, I'm, I'm Rain- with you on that. Rainbow Connection. I don't know why. It's one of the most beautiful songs ever. But it, it it's like it hits that little, you know, that spot in your brain that makes you, you know, all I think there's cry-y. nostalgia for everyone when it comes yeah, to prob- that particular yeah. song. Because yeah. the Muppets, they kind of transcend age groups because they've been around for so long. So. <laughs> See my story from last week. <laughs> about my kid getting in trouble because of a Muppet. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That was not a rainbow connection. No. Yeah. Wah, wah. Um, so, yeah, the movie itself, I and, and admittedly... I've oh, been, and I've, he was in A Muppet's Christmas. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he sang a duet with... Miss uh, Piggy. Piggy. On, Piggy. Yeah, on the Muppet show. Did she hit on him like she <clears throat> hit on Mark Hamill? I think she did, yeah. <laughs> he actually looks a little like Mark Hamill. And uh, if you look him up on IMDb <laughs> and you look at the picture they have there, there's a little bit of Mark Hamill. I can see <laughs> yeah. it. It's, they both have a very 70s look about yeah. them. Yeah. But yeah, he was in The Princess Diaries, so but, I would have seen him in that. The Bold and the Beautiful, Postal oh, I Worker. I would have seen him in that. He's, he was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. He's been in a ton of oh, stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, the movie, though, is right in line with sort of the 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 type of movies that I've been watching a lot lately, which is surreal, abstract, um, you know, uh, weird. They are, it <laughs> just is. Just weird. It's the season you know? for it. We just well, came it, off the Halloween season. No, so. I don't I don't think it's a season thing. I think it's more of... Genre? People making movies that don't just tell you a normal story, but it goes off in this, you know, it, it, it surprises you just from a different style showing up. I don't know. Uh, but I liked it, though. I, I enjoyed say, yeah. the colors. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the time frame, because I remember it just a little bit. 
You were a little baby. <laughs> I was a little bitty baby. This is what, 70, 74. 74. Five years before my birth. Yes. <laughs> well, I remember being at a friend's house, and this was on HBO. It was playing on HBO. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, Phantom of the Paradise? What is this? I'm like watching it. And you, you, you know, the guy with the bird head. And, ah, and the yeah, silver who looks teeth. Like and, and the lightning. I remember the lightning bolt. It was, yeah. a, it was the neon lightning bolt. And I was like, well, this is a bizarre movie. Well, that lightning bolt, actually, interesting story. It uh, When they had to talk to Led Zeppelin to basically get all the conflicts of uh, references. Well, that, why before you say that, why don't you tell them what the conflict was? Well, it was many of them. Like, oh, there yeah. was there was the logo that they had to hide on the podium uh, yeah. when apparently the producers screened the movie for Peter Grant, uh, and he cried because when, a spoiler alert, when Beef gets electrocuted and killed at the uh, end of the movie, Grant broke down into ke- tears because... Uh, the scene reminded him of the onstage electrocution death of Les Harvey, the lead singer of Stone the Crows, and apparently they were friends. What a, so great, what that, a great band name. That really... <laughs> Stone the Crows. Whoa. That's a fucking awesome and it, band And it feeds name. into the bird theme as it well does. for this movie. It does. Because um, you got Phoenix, you have Swan. I mean, even the Phantom himself has a very bird-like look. And yeah, yeah. He seriously, to me, looks like Frankenstein's... David Carradine is Frankenstein, and... Bird person, he, baby. He, I, I think he actually turns in an impressive performance, I Partic- agree. particularly in all of the scenes before he becomes the Phantom. He's very, very good when you can see his face. As the Phantom, he's obviously he's limited by the character. Sure, especially like the angle uh, of his face because yeah. one of his eyes. Well, gets... the voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know he's got, you know. Uh, but before then, it's a really, really good performance. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they shot that in a complete circle as he was playing. Yeah. So as a director, yeah, I can I can really appreciate a lot of the camera angles, the the editing. Well, they do the the interesting the one take, um, when he sets the uh, the time bomb. Ah, uh, yeah. To kill the juicy fruits. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yes. Which will explain who those are in a second. <laughs> I I just wanted to say real quick. I I, I had to look it up. Um, because I was thinking about 74, that's right before I was born. And I thought, I wonder if this movie was playing, nah, five years, too long. So I said, I wonder what the, what was the number one movie in America the day I was born? I never looked that up in my life. What was Ooh. it? Superman. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Superman. Yeah. I don't know what the number one I'm gonna, movie I'm going to replace Zodiacs. We're going to get rid of Zodiacs. And that's how your fate is going to be. I like that. Yeah. So you're going to get thrown into a Coke truck is what you're telling us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or the only way I can save the world is to be Superman for the quest for peace. <laughs> and and funny, oddly enough, my son and I were just talking about Superman earlier today. And, and we were thinking, them sitting around the table trying to name a comic. Well, this guy, he's like amazing. He's super. What should we call him? How about uh, Super? Man, really? I love it. I love it. Let's go with it. Really, Phoenix person. Yeah, that's what we came up with. <laughs> Is that where we landed? Oh, and, and he slips into his shoes. What should we call those? Uh, how about uh, slippers? <laughs> well, it's like we were discussing off camera, gentlemen. Words don't have any uh. inherent relationship to the objects that they describe. People as nations just got together and said, "This thing right here will be called a can." And we all just agreed to it, and we can convey <laughs> complex feelings and messages with words that don't technically mean anything. Like uh, Cheryl on Archer, uh, <laughs> when she's reading off the list of weapons that Archer wants, and it's nonsense, and the arms master is like, those are 
or she's like, those words are made up. And he goes, they're all made up. And she's like, oh, you're blowing my mind, man. <laughs> mind blown. Death um, Records. Okay, that was the name of well, it. Well, why, why don't we tell a little bit about who our star is? Yes, yeah, so uh, you have Paul Williams, who's Swan, and he owns The Paradise, and he owns a record company. And what is The Paradise? The Paradise is a rock palace. Like a club. I think a new club. No, I'm open, trying to right? think of the actual term they used for it. Uh, I think rock palace. That's, okay. That sounds familiar. Which is exactly now, now let's what look it through is. the Rolodex here. They're looking through the Rolodex. <laughs> I've got a fun fact about that. And I heard that there was a bunch of... Interesting celebrities there. There are. Yeah. So, uh, Swan, Paul Williams, Trix, Winslow, Leach into uh, giving him his, you know, genius, what's the word he keeps using? Can- cantata. Cantata. Uh, and he's a brilliant song writer, and so Swan yeah. completely rips him off and steals his material. And when Winslow like goes do. to, uh, yeah. you know, meet up with Swan and, you know, get his claim to fame he gets turned out but when he goes to the receptionist it's great because the death record secretary card index includes files on alice cooper david geffen bet midler peter fonda dick clark and chris christopherson <laughs> yes and um one of the cards winslow's card specifically says because the secretary runs into a lot of people throughout the day so she has to be she's got a label for people who swan will or won't see but it says never to be seen in like capital bold letters on winslow's card and they kick him out with you know some comical overcrank yes oh, i hate overcrank yeah. i hate overcrank but I know. I know why they did it in this case though so it's okay. Winslow, the star of our of our movie, yes, who you know, becomes the Phantom. Yeah, he's and and I think that's one big difference between this and the actual Phantom story mm-hmm. is because the Phantom never had a normal life. In the right. Book. And now, he, I think this is supposed to say Swan Song. I think they missed one when he's just entering, or it might have been the other one. Anyway, something that we can look for. Because we, we did we mention Swan Song and the the uh, lead no issues? I mentioned that there were complications yeah. uh, and conflicts with Led Zeppelin, but we didn't specifically okay. mention that. No. We can talk about that later. But I didn't want to interrupt you. Go ahead. Um, no, so our protagonist, up and coming music writer, is he the protagonist? Um, According to your definition, isn't he the antagonist because he brings about the change <sighs> with Swan? The Swan change. Well, he upheaved his whole life and, spoiler alert, kills Swan in the end, so. I don't really think there is one in this movie. I don't think, none of the characters develop at all. That's true, because like, everybody dies. Well, I mean, Phoenix, the, her character's not Yeah, you don't get, you don't get any resolution with her. That's, that's yeah. true. Okay, well, anyway, so. Uh, Phoenix, who is so cute. Uh, she's cute as a button. Yeah. It's but, Annie. It's, uh, it's no, Alison Brie. I'm she does you. look like Alison Brie a little bit. Or Alison Brie looks like her. And he looks like White Abed. Oh my <laughs> God, he does. <laughs> he reminds Here, me you're a little singing bit. my cantata. Cool. He reminds cool, me cool, cool, a little cool. bit of Alison Janney. I, know, I, yeah, I can see. <laughs> I know I need, I should know who that is. She's very tall. Yes. That's, okay. that's the joke. She's been mentioned on Family Guy several times. And, and, and it's he's always a tall five. joke. Oh, well, there you he's go. He's six foot five. Oh, Aww. okay. I can see it. They'd be a, oh, they'd be a great couple. I suppose, but he's but he's he, got these. He big... died in 2012. Well, okay, Finley. fine. If he's not going to, he? you know, if he's uh-huh. look, relationships are two way streets, and if he's going to be that way about it, that's it. <laughs> I can't be, you know, I can't match make for him. That's so mean. But yeah, so he's completely taken with Phoenix when she's auditioning for Swan, and she's just auditioning to be a backup singer. She doesn't really have a shot for a starring position in 
the rock opera or the cantata, as it were. And gentlemen, what is the actual audition process that these ladies are forced to go through? It's very <laughs> thorough. It's very. It's very. Yeah, they they, they uh, study you, them inside and out. You really yeah. have to s- expose yourself as an artiste. I do yeah. believe Swan has a lot <laughs> much in common with some of the producers that have been outed. Well, recently. you know. It, well, yeah. I think I think this this scene we should say Harvey. is a. Uh, <laughs> Yes, use of that was the yeah yeah use of sex as a auditioning tool, uh, which I think is the college course. When you right. take it, that's <laughs> um, and given the fact that, but there it's is not. So much- well, I was going to say it's not representative of the actual industry, though, because the actual industry isn't nearly as tasteful <laughs> as this. Yeah, and that goes to my point is that considering it was a Mr. Brown selection, I was surprised that there weren't more naked ladies in this movie. Well, there were some with, that were dressed very provocatively. Yes, but they weren't all out naked. But no, there was definitely true. some girl on girl action. So I can sort of see why you might have enjoyed this it was as a, a bit, kid. A bit titillating. <laughs> oh goodness! But but you know he goes in. He goes in and he hears people singing his music. The poor naive yeah. fellow, and they're all auditioning for the cantata that is based on his music. That he got screwed out of because yeah. he trusted Swan. Yes, he did. Swan's like, let me take this and I'll make you famous. And then he never hears from him again. Yeah, no paperwork, no nothing. Yeah. He was a little naive that way, though. He was just thrilled with the idea of somebody recognizing that he has talent and that he could share his music with the world. Oh, he was yeah. excited about How that. How many times has that he, happened? He needs a better... Or to me, any, last Tuesday. Yeah, he, he needs a lawyer. Yeah. A, g- a good lawyer. Yeah. So even, even a bad one. Even a, <laughs> even a bad one. Just anyone. In fact, actually, not even a lawyer. A bum off the street... Who would go, hey, mister, I think you shouldn't sign that. I think the... (laughs) It's pretty obvious to me you're selling your soul to the devil, you idiot. Well, no, that doesn't come until later because you don't know at first uh, who Swan is or what his backstory is. So the point of him is that he did sell his soul to the devil because he was going to commit suicide when he was a younger man. And then uh, he's in the bathtub that has a mirror... uh, now you're talking about you're talking Swan. about Swan. I just yeah. want to make sure Paul they, Williams. Yeah. No, it's Paul Williams, Swan. aka Swan. Yeah. So he's in the bathtub, and then all of a sudden, his reflection in the mirror. Because who doesn't have a mirror? Just you know, at the end of at the edge of their bathtub, mm-hmm. um, it makes things look uh, you know bigger. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, thought, I thought shaving on... did that. Well, oh, I was talking about the room. It makes the room yeah, look bigger. It makes the room look bigger. <laughs> what, God. Were you, what were you thinking Long about, Jade? Oh, uh, my God. So dirty. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, no, but he's looking at himself in the mirror, and then his reflection is suddenly the devil. And the devil's like, oh, you were about to kill yourself if you sell your soul to me. I'll keep you young forever. The only- <laughs> what cut rate, James Mason? <laughs> uh, but the... The requirement for Swan to remain young forever because he videotapes his entire <laughs> it's life. very specific. Yeah, he has to watch the video of him signing his soul over to the devil at least once a day. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what keeps him youthful. Because what and purpose if does the that tape, serve? And if the tape is destroyed. It's very Dorian Gray. He dies. Yeah, because the tape is going to age instead of him or something. And it's weird because then he goes off and he begins subcontracting. To yeah, other he's a master people. contractor in a Ponzi scheme. Period. Well, period uh, well scheme, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Hell is just a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Now, why did this girl have her back to us the whole time? Uh, because it is Winslow. <laughs> so there, there's all the girls laying on a very large round bed, getting very 
I don't know, provo- provocative or sensuous, <laughs> this preparing is, uh, for swan. Th- th- they're behaving in a way that a person who's never been with a woman yeah. thinks that women behave when they all get together on a, like, in a room like this. But now what does swan say to him <laughs> when, it, when he's there? I'm Winslow Leach. And then he, he tells him to get out of there, but he calls him a horrible He uses, he uses a, a slur commonly associated with homoxuals. <laughs> Get this bag out of here, they say. Oh, he I just, I literally he, just tried not to say. I read <laughs> it. I, had, I just read what, what was presented. Oh, God. Okay. But yeah. So. The, the women are just like writhing all He's around. He's a bad Paul guy. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just stress. He's yeah. got a very Elton John kind of vibe to him. He does. Yeah. He's got an extremely Elton John kind of vibe. the big glasses. Yeah. And but, the, but how tall is Paul Williams? I mean, I always assumed tiny. he was like four feet tall. I think he is very, <laughs> very small. Even on community, I w- he was walking away from Shirley and I was just like, wow, he one is of, not By tall. the way, one of the cops in this scene sounds just like Mr. Goldenfold. <laughs> <laughs> if, oh you don't, if you don't know who that is, look it up. <laughs> you don't pay with money. He looks like, he looks like Carl Weathers, the one, the one cop. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then yeah. they, and then they just plant like a little, a, a little bag of uh, yeah. smack. <laughs> smack. Or, uh, Paul, Williams. Yeah. Paul Williams is five foot two. Okay, he's five foot two. He's shorter so than uh, Richard Hammond. You're more than a foot taller yeah. than he is. I am. That's crazy. He's a yeah. big man. Uh, I'm a big man. He how much is he worth? Man. We don't need to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not worth twice what he is. Yeah, that's let's for find sure. out. But yeah, uh, so uh, Swan, a lot. Swan kicks Winslow out and you know gets his corrupt cops who are in his pocket to plant drugs on Winslow, and he gets shipped to like Alcatraz or Sing Sing. Sing Sing. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Even and though I don't think Sing Sing is on the water, but no, maybe that that would be Rikers Island. Oh, okay. And okay. They, they shot. Did they shoot this in New York? They were I don't know. But fun thing about this movie, what I think is possibly the funniest thing about this movie. Okay, it was a commercial flop. Except, I mean, well, that's where right, I'm going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except for. Some people would say two cities, but really Paris just kind of liked it more than everybody else. They didn't love it. Winnipeg. Winnipeg, for some reason. It played for months in Winnipeg. It it was still playing a couple years after, just not continuously. Yeah, and David Cronenberg is all pissed off because he lost his apartment. Yeah, because he lost his apartment. But then this comes out and everybody loves it. And they they play it. You, You can go to Winnipeg and they play the movie. Yeah, and I was reading about this, and I was thinking, they they must have shot the movie in Winnipeg, and that no, no. there's no connection between this movie and Winnipeg. They just liked it, but they and it's not like all of Canada liked it. No, just Winnipeg. Just no, Winnipeg. people in British Columbia hated it, like everybody else. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know? uh, at least they didn't use uh, Canadian tax dollars to I, make the movie. <laughs> well, let me ask you this though: watching this and like this scene, do he and Jaws from James Bond have the same dentist? No, no, Jaws has much, much better teeth. Okay, but watching the um, scene. Watching this scene put me in a very, I feel like I'm watching the Holy Mountain. I thought of that too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You, uh, you know yeah. Josh has weaponized that movie now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he works at a garage, my fiance, Heinsiders, and um, awesome. whenever somebody annoys him, he'll be like, hey, you know what's a great movie you should watch? The Holy Mountain. And then they're like, dude, what's wrong with you? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. you got to suffer through the Holy Mountain. <laughs> and I was like, Jason will love that. I've got to tell him. But yeah, so uh, Winslow well, escapes Sing Sing. Yeah. And uh, he, he immediately goes into this. Oh, um, that was the other thing it reminded me of. Terry Gilliam. 
Mm. Yeah. It's very like Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. I got a I got a big Brazil vibe off of this. <laughs> Forget it, Jake. It's Brazil. <laughs> um so yeah winslow breaks in trying to find swan and the poor guy suffers a horrendous accident at um the record he, studio he gets caught in a record press yes thus becoming and the phantom there's a story the, behind the that. trivia go ahead lay it on i do yeah so, this is exciting according to william finley well, well tell him how records are made oh what do they do how do they make now what are records made out of Vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're made, though. No, they're pressed. Record I mean, that makes press. sense because yeah. it says record press. So, okay. Yeah. Giant vertical presses. But yeah, according to William Finley, the record press in which his character Winslow Leach was disfigured in was a real in a real pressing plant. And the press was fitted with foam pads that kind of resembled the casting molds in the press. And there were chocks put in the center to stop it from closing completely. Unfortunately, according to IMDb, the machine was powerful enough to crush the chocks that it had gradually kept, it just kept closing. It was Finley's speed and timing that saved him from being seriously hurt as he got his head out just in time. His scream in the scene was, in fact, not acting. It might yeah, have ended like is... the original Fly, if you yeah, remember yeah. that. Oh, David God. Hedison, right? I thought you were going to say like that movie Rust. Oh. I don't know that movie. <laughs> you don't know the movie Rust? It's all over the news. Yeah, it's all over the news. Hey, oh, you, is that uh, the Alec Baldwin? That's the Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. I didn't know the yeah. title of it. Yeah. What I just better knew. way to go than to be shot by Alec Baldwin, right? I, I can think of other ways I would rather go. <laughs> I'd rather die between Mel's lies. We've discussed this. I'd rather be shot by Harrison Ford. Well, either way. <laughs> That'd either be way. cool. <laughs> you will make the news and you will be famous. Yeah, that's true. Oh my God! If you were you shot by a celebrity, and Harrison set. Ford could just say he was so high at the time. Yeah, that's that, right. You know, you would blame the drugs, blame and they were the legally drugs. obtained. He was, they were shooting in California. That's yeah. <laughs> um, true. Yes. Swan is gaslighting society by uh, claiming he puts uh, Winslow's obituary in the paper, claiming that he was shot by a security guard uh, on his way out of the record studio, and right. but he's not Factory. really dead. Factory, whatever. But he's not actually dead. So no. uh, he fell in love with Phoenix, and she gets to be part of the show uh, that he wrote. But so Swan is like such an evil uh, record producer. Like he just he completely bails on the Juicy Fruits when he was supposed to make them famous uh, because now Winslow. Well, the, the Juicy Fruits do have a bit of a traumatic, you know, moment. Tell he, us about he, that. He bails on them because they get blown to bits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? Yeah. This Remember, is the juicy fruits. This, the juicy fruits are about to. They're preparing for the opening of the paradise. Yeah. And oh, when, when he blows okay. them up with the time bomb. I explosive. thought everybody like scattered away from that. I didn't know he actually killed them. But he, they scattered, but they didn't leave quick enough. <laughs> okay, I must have missed that part. I didn't realize that he. Killed yeah, they all scattered, them. just not all in the same direction. So the fa- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're not to outrun right. the problem. I just have to outrun you. Okay. Can I just say though uh, how much I wish that there was actually a place like the Paradise oh. I could go to? I right. would, I would, I would be there every fucking weekend. Tell me how much fun! I oh mean, my god, yeah. You know, it's would the show matter? It's really no. more about the vibe. It's yeah. You know, I mean, look, that's the thing. The the modern twenty twenty one. I'm going to go on my my rant for a second. Welcome to Jason's TED Talk. Here we okay, go. no, yeah. this is this is the the old. Per- you know what really grinds my gre- gears. <laughs> um, the state of modern music is so bad mm. that I would go to a club and listen to kind of just generic y nineteen seventy four music mm-hmm. and it would be great. You couldn't drag me to anything with 
name a band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... Anyway, I have to note, this is very, very De Palma. The split, oh, yeah. The split screen. And one edit. It was yeah. so disorienting one, There's no me. cuts. But yeah. if you notice, that it's it's... You know, it's the same angle. This one is just being shot from the front, and then this was from behind, but it's just happening at the exact same time. So you can see he dropped the bomb into the trunk of the prop car mm-hmm. and the Juicy Fruits. One guy had a bad vibe. He's just like, I don't think I should get in this car. And then remember the the, the yeah, bodyguard so says, yeah, quit your wine and get and in that car. shows a bunch of drugs down his throat. <laughs> right here, take these pills. They'll relax you. And then, you know, moments later, they have to look for a new act. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't realize they died. I'm not sure how I missed that fact. But, uh, yeah, he does uh, plant the bomb there. And the, the women are, you know. Scantily dressed. Uh, and, like, and, he's. And they were, are acting very hard right now. Right. <laughs> very much. They're acting their hearts but, out. But what, yeah. what you brought up the, the term. that you, the, This is the word can, right? It's meaningless yeah. to other people. When I look at this, these scenes, I think something similar. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. But, it, but it's plural. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, the uh, bird bikinis that the ladies wear toward the end. They, oh, I love those. They hate He's doing them. the Riker stand. Oh, I must He had his leg up. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like Riker. Sorry. But uh, the bird bikinis that the ladies have Wait, to wear it, at the end. Sorry. Imagine this guy freestyling right now. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Steven, and I'm here to say. <laughs> See, you can't stop. (laughs) Eminem. Okay, in the remake, we'll get Allison Brie. Eminem will play this guy. (laughs) That's going to be high budget. Here, you just put the the drugs down his throat. There's all the girls are on the car. Yeah. And there's a high explosive, probably plastic or some kind of C4 explosive in there. Oh, you know you get high if you eat C4? (laughs) I've heard that. Don't joke about that. Yeah. You you alluded to it. I know, I know, I know. I'm surprised that they weren't like red sticks with TNT written in yellow. Yeah, it's that a very wily coyote. Yeah, it has a big Acme tag yeah, on I it. Yeah, I did get a, an Acme vibe, which is yeah. funny because I brought up David Carradine. That movie, Death Race 2000, also gave me an Acme vibe, but it was more like the Wacky Racers, whereas this is it's yes. so wily coyote. Yeah. Because he's blowing people up and, well, but he's actually successful at it. But see, yeah, I saw everybody running away, so I didn't realize that the singers died. I, I missed that somehow. But um, yeah, so the later the bikinis that the ladies are wearing. Wait a when, minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I'm never gonna be able to tell the story. I, something about bikinis. I know what bikinis look like. No, but I just realized if you sign your soul over, you yeah. can't die. Well, you can if. Does what it, I don't the person, understand uh, is sorry. Uh, no, like I'm going with you on that. Like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because the reason why Swan is immortal is because he sold his soul, and so. Um, Winslow also sells his soul to Swan in turn, but yes. the whole term with uh, Swan is that he's got to watch the tape every single day. But the Phantom doesn't have to do anything. No, he doesn't. To gain his, he just you're just immortal if you sell your soul because he tries to kill himself when Swan steals his woman, and uh, he uh, Swan reveals it's a big twist. He's like, "Oh yeah, we can't die. Uh, that wound will open if my contract is ever." If I die, if I'm destroyed. Or yeah, if I'm destroyed. If I'm destroyed, you'll die. And what kills him is if his uh, tape gets destroyed. Yeah, so if the Juicy Fruits have signed a contract, then they aren't dead. Well, I don't know that they signed a contract in blood. They probably did, given the fact that that's what he seems to do with everybody. Cause yeah, because he, he does that with, what's her name? Uh, um, Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, yeah. She yeah. also signs her soul over to him. But, they had an aunt named Phoenix. But she doesn't die when, <laughs> when he dies, so... The rules don't make a lot of sense. 
Yeah, I think actually we've we've concluded. That oh, because this, she's this not movie injured. Doesn't... Because he died because he had a knife wound in him that wasn't going to kill him until he became mortal. Phoenix wasn't uh, injured; she wasn't hurt, see? so she got to live. It has nothing to do with the fact that Swan died. Is the fact that uh, Phantom tried to kill himself when he was immortal, and then the wound opened and he died. De Palma would not have let a gap in the script that large. So you, you good? You close the gap. Very Ding. good. Take yeah. your LSD now. now. <laughs> That's me, what we should do. How much fun it would have been to shoot this film? Oh my it's, god, are you kidding so me? So much fun. Well, first of all, the music is genuinely tolerable, and at moments bordering on good. But I th- who was it written and performed? Well, by? It, was, it was Paul Williams. Paul Williams, right. And that was, it was sort of like good Paul Williams, but not great. Right. But he did get nominated for an Academy Award. He did, and there's a fantastic story behind that, too, because uh, he has a quote saying that, you know, he did things in his 30s that people ignored around the world, and he specifically mentions Phantom of the Paradise, saying, okay, yeah, you can consider that a failure if you want, but years and years ago... He's in Mexico, and a 16-year-old boy comes to him at a concert with an album trying to get him to sign it. And he's like, I don't really remember this interaction that well. The kid was like 14, 16. I don't really know. But I know who the guy is now because I'm writing a musical based on Pan's Labyrinth. It's Guillermo del Toro. Whoa. That that makes that makes oh. complete sense to me. Yeah. Well, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the costumes that Daft Punk wear mm-hmm. are based on The Phantom. They've apparently seen the movie over 20 times. They're yeah. huge fans. They I think that's it. the most anyone's ever seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Um, on that note, uh, we are coming up on our first break. Already? So we will be back in about one second. And we're back. We have uh, returneth. We are back. So I have a story about the bikinis. The birds. Bite me, Jason. <laughs> no, don't do it. Save that one for the lady. Uh, the lady can give Here, tell context. the story while I watch Allison Brie. Uh, <laughs> Allison, we love you. Come on the show. But yeah, later in the movie, Swan is so nefarious that he steals Phoenix away from Winslow, or the Phantom at this point. The cad. Yes, he's such a scoundrel. But anyway, they uh, Swan and Phoenix are going to get married on, is it live TV? Live TV, yes. Yes. Okay. yes. And they have a big ceremony with women dancing around them in bikinis that are bird-themed, and they're all crows, and... The women who apparently... You just had to do that back then. Black crows. I want black crows at my wedding. That's going to happen. No, the women in bikinis dancing. It was the 70s. Oh, okay. My brother's first communion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But you would need doves for that. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, So the women in those uh, bird bikinis hated them because uh, the bottoms and the tops were clad with feathers, but that made the bottoms look like pubic hair. I mean, big bushes. (laughs) Big, big bushes. With in fact, no as, trimming in sight. As I was telling the Yang, when I squinted my eyes, I thought I was watching seventies porn. You know, with the big, big bushes. And how often there's, do you there's watch a 70s porn? there's a joke I mean, I here. Never do. I was just <laughs> making a joke. I don't ever watch porn. Wink. <laughs> there's a joke well, here, and it involves keeping money in your pocket and something about one in the hand and two in the bush. <laughs> oh. I'll I'll a think bird of in it. The hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tweet it. It, when I get the joke, yeah, it's it'll come to. Don't try the crab dip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, but the what styles. Were you expecting lobster. <laughs> the, the styles in the scene. They're they're auditioning for, you know, for the performance because the you know the one band got blown up by the Phantom, so they're auditioning new band members, and that's where Phoenix really knocks everybody dead. She's a goddess when it comes to singing. Yeah, She's like she, Judy Garland. But look at all their hairstyles. They're all relatively straight. Yep. 
and then went to the eighties where it just suddenly oh, they the found Aquanet. God, yeah. crazy. I'm glad I didn't. I wasn't uh, old enough to style my hair in the eighties. I think like, I think that's one reason why I like seventies horror movies, like bad seventies horror right, movies, right. more than bad eighties horror movies, is because at least the, the pretty girls in the seventies horror movies tend to be actually pretty hot. Uh, you know? Phoenix kind of looks like Linda Cardellini a little bit too. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, I can see given that. Given your sure. affinity for da- I, uh, <laughs> Velma. I, I love yeah. Linda Cardellini. Um, she reminded me a lot, though, of, um, oh, crap, uh, the singer. Oh, that lady. Uh, we were talking about it before, before the show. The singer? <sighs> Linda Ronstadt? Linda Ronstadt. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, because very, Linda yeah. Ronstadt uh, lost out on this role to Jessica Harper. Yeah. And so did Sissy Spacek. And Sissy Spacek was actually dating one of the crew members, and she was trying to, she was assisting him on set that day, and apparently did such a bad job that they lost a day of filming. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's amazing for a set decorator to, you know, screw up so bad <laughs> you lose a day of filming. Yeah, that yeah, would be bad. She still by, did pretty well. By the way, if you watch this movie, um, the scenes where the, uh, the Phantom um, slash Winslow is working on his cantata, uh, it's, he's surrounded by this huge... Uh, sort of spheroid wall of synthesizer really, bits, and that's yeah, yeah, and it's actually a real synthesizer, mm-hmm. and it still works. It's still in operation today. It's called uh, Tonto. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure is. Yeah. But uh, going back to Sissy Spacek for a quick second, that's some more crisscross that you love, Jason, because um, the lady who plays Miss Collins in Carrie, uh, Betty Buckley. Yeah, she auditioned for the role of Phoenix too, and ended up working somewhat on this project doing she, some voice work. Yeah, she's yeah she does some of the backing vocals. Yep, yeah. exactly. Well, Betty yeah. Buckley, she's a famous Broadway yeah. star, isn't she? And that name yeah. rings a bell. But she was rejected for the role. Well. So, um, and I mean, she's no Terrence Mann. God, those teeth. You know. So. Ugh. Oh, and the joke here is uh, Swan helps uh, Winslow to recover his voice, even though his horrible accident mangled his vocal cords or something. Uh, who knows why yeah. um, somehow the thing managed to crush his vocal cords without crushing his brain yeah it crushed uh, like sort of scar one side of his face to the point where his right eye is useless so he's he is very bird like in how he has to tilt his head to look at you and uh, <laughs> phoenix when, person <laughs> really phoenix person <laughs> see swan you know taking people's souls this is what is known in bird culture okay. as a dick move. I, I have to I have to say that Swan uh, and, and maybe just Paul Williams in general at this phase of his hair style. Yeah. If you've ever seen Planet of the Apes, just put a little monkey face on him and he looks like <laughs> Doctor Zayas. Oh my god! <laughs> I would not have thought he of that. He was in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. He, oh, was he? he was. He was. Yes. I'll be damned. He was not Zayas. I was about yeah. to say. Dr. Okay. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Well, <laughs> well, the joke here when uh, he helps the Phantom recover his voice is that when you hear that voice, it's actually Paul Williams. So yes. it was a little inside joke where yes. he goes, oh, it's perfect because he's course. talking about himself technically. Yeah. He did synthesize, yeah, the Phantom's voice into his own voice. And auto-tune is born. Yes. <laughs> yes. God. Hey, are you saying that the music industry is fake? Uh, Maybe, which so I don't understand been, that. Yeah. You brought this up earlier on the show, Jason, where Paul Williams didn't want to play the Phantom because he didn't want to offend the record industry, but or the music industry. But Swan is such a terrible character. Swan I mean, is so much worse. A, yeah, it's a worse representation in my yeah. head. So I, I, I actually think the true version of that story 
is he didn't want to play the Phantom because he wanted to represent the music industry. Huh. You know, because, I mean, the whole, that's the point of the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. And it is. It's a, you know, it's an awful industry. It is. (laughs) That's why we started our own. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For real. It really is. But the taglines to this itself, like the movie has brilliant taglines. So like there's the music made him do it. Uh, he's That's a been, good one. I like that one. <laughs> he's been maimed and framed, beaten, robbed, and mutilated, but they still can't keep him from the woman he loves. Yeah, okay, so that actually dovetails with a point I wanted to make. Make it. Because that was made by the um, the marketing people came up with the taglines for the ads, things like that. Well, before I saw this movie, I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. The original trailer for the movie. He and sold his soul for rock no, and roll. No, no, it's, no. <laughs> That's not it. No, it makes it look like a terrible knockoff of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, 100%. Yes. The trailer makes it look like a goofball kind of comedy. And it just, it's very clear they didn't know how to market the movie. Mm. And they said, well, we'll market it as this kind of movie because those kinds of movies do make money. Right. But then people inevitably went and saw it and said, well... That's not what I was expecting. Exactly. Therefore, I don't like it and yeah. left. You know, oh, unless sucks. they lived in Winnipeg. Unless they were in Winnipeg or <laughs> yes. Paris or Paris. Yeah, it was popular in both. Cities. See, I do this when I light a match to light a candle. I always hold the match up to my eye. You look very <laughs> to stare at it. Yeah, yes, it's beautiful. I always do that. Combustion. Well, you've got to have that. You know poetic moment, you know, light it slowly. It'll be yeah, more dramatic. Yeah. It's like it, it's ridiculous. Well, this is what Disney. I usually do this on a, on a Friday night. Just without, just without the composing. Yeah. None, I don't do any of the composing. I do, I do other things. Stare at a candle. <laughs> yeah. In the costume. Oh, my. And but De Palma, if we didn't mention this before, was William Fren- uh, Finley's buddy. They went to Columbia University mm-hmm. together in New York City, and he wrote this film for William Finley. Yep. He was the only one considered for that. Like, he, that was his first choice for uh, The Phantom. He really wanted William Finley. For sure. And William Finley really, he didn't, um, he, you know, I looked up his credits and he has done stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it's interesting. He never really popped. He never, like, I didn't find something where it was like, oh, this was a huge movie and he was in it in a prominent role. The conventional Hollywood type, though, he's incredibly unique looking. So he'd, yeah. he'd almost have to be the centerpiece or a villain of some sort if he was going to be in a movie. But uh, there was a lot of flip-flopping between who was supposed to play the roles because we're about to meet Beef. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, Darby, Darby, if he was oh, in Rocky Horror. Darby. Yeah. He would take that, that as was a compliment. Not, that was not rehearsed. No. <laughs> <laughs> he would take that as a compliment, Darby. Oh, he would love to play that role. Oh, he, he would do would it well. It. Yeah. He would do it very well. Uh, but apparently, you know who was supposed to play Beef? That's a nice toilet. <laughs> well, this is where the Who and the Rolling Stones in this scene would have appeared. He was yes. auditioning other people. They were supposed to be in the movie, but they <laughs> priced themselves the out of the could running. Afford it, yes. Yep. And there's that. There's Hyde from that '70s show. But no, uh, guess who was originally oh my God. supposed? Yeah. Yeah, it looks just like him. Even the uh, same expression. <laughs> uh, deadpan with you know aviators. Yeah. yeah. But Peter Boyle was originally supposed to be Beef. Oh. Uh, that oh, would have been a very different movie, I feel. I could yeah. have I could see that. I could see it I could for see sure. It. But it just it's it would be a very different feeling. Yeah, movie. it would not have been as Yeah. You'd be yeah. young Frankenstein. You ever see Young Frankenstein? You must. That's, oh my god. Uh, that, that's Peter Boyle well, as beef. <laughs> a different beef though. 
Put on the red. <laughs> Put on the red. <laughs> oh, I love that scene. Oh. And I appreciate it more and more the older I get. Oh, yeah, totally. When I was a it kid, I didn't well. quite get it, but it does age very well. Yeah, Beef uh, Beef is the, the person selected by Swan yeah. to be the front man. For the cantata. Uh, for the, the Faustian cantata, Faust- which Faust- I got to admit is pretty good. And especially that opening number. Oh my! See, it's it was so interactive. That's yeah, what I love the most about it. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Beef is something of a stereotype um, that probably wouldn't go over very well. Mr. Nowadays. Brown actually brought up a derogatory term earlier in our episode. Yes, and that's yeah, the stereotype we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's an interesting character because uh, I can't quite get he's- a. Get a dial on him. Get a beef on know? him. Yeah, get a beef. <laughs> but he even has a list. Dude, did you beef? <laughs> he does. He has. And uh, he he is going to abandon the show because the Phantom has been promised all this time. And I, I feel like there's a bit of Charlie Brown with Lucy and the football <laughs> going on between him and Swan because Swan keeps promising him all of these grand uh, things and, uh, you know, says, hey, you're going to be famous, and yeah, Phoenix is going to be the star of the show because that's Phantom's obsession. He wants Phoenix and only Phoenix to see. Yes, it has yeah. to be her. It She's be his her. Christine. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, if anyone else sings it, they'll die if they try. I, I think this is the first movie where a sort of supervillain, maybe, uh, he's kind of a supervillain, He's yeah. got a costume. He does some stuff that's totally implausible. Yeah. I think this no, we're is... we're talking Swan. No, the Phantom. Oh, the, the Phantom. Phantom. The supervillain? Yeah. Uh, well... Because he, the costume is like the over-the-top... He's a nice guy who's got a bit of a temper. Well, I, he comes across as a complete idiot. Right. And I think this uh, is... More naive, I would say. Okay, well, I mean, I, I was just going to say this is the first movie I can think of where the bad guy was a villain and was a complete idiot. Yeah, like that's his thing. Is Swan is not like really good at selling things. No, no he even says uh, ink means nothing to me, and like pokes people's fingers to get them to sign in blood. That's not normal. Yeah, <laughs> come yeah. on, man. But Wait. the thing is, though, if you want to work in Hollywood or if you want to work in the music industry, I mean, it, it's weird how many people bodily fluids of some kind are getting exchanged. Well, <laughs> I mean, definitely. You, you know, it, you hear people give interviews where they talk about selling their souls to the devil, and they almost seem to mean it. Yeah. You know? I see, don't know. Look at the, the dead bird sign. You see how it's moving? Yeah. Now, why don't you tell everyone, yes. why did they have to optically? Oh, they had to optically cover it because, as we mentioned before, the main character is Swan. <laughs> so his company was originally Swan Song, who is also the production company from Lead zeppelin mm-hmm. they did they couldn't google it back then who are kind of a big deal they were very big yeah. deal at that time i mean i've heard of them yeah <laughs> yes i know a few of their songs so I in think. post-production they had to remove all of the swan song references with whatever the dead dead bird thing is even though even though and they i think knew this at the time that they were totally fine to use swan song because swan song wasn't something that led zeppelin's people came up with it's right. you know yeah, it's a general. It had been term. around forever. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's my swan song. Well, it was sort of like the, all the arguments with uh, with uh, Apple and the Beatles, because the the Beatles and Apple went head to head over because the Beatles uh, publishing company, Apple, right, right, and the agreement was that Apple, you know, Cupertino, California, Apple could keep it and use it. They just can't get into the music business. 
And then, uh, lo and behold, years later, they get into the music. Because at the time, they're like, well, we're not getting into the music business. Yeah. You know. Who gives stock for a Christmas yeah. gift? My so God. it's sort of the same thing where they're going, okay, we don't know how a court's going to decide this. Let's just get rid of every reference to Swan Song right. that's in the movie. Unfortunately, that included signs. Right. So they had to optically replace uh, Swan Song with the dead bird logo from death is death records. Death I think records, it's death yeah. records. Death that's records, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a dead crow. I think. Yeah. Yep. But right. I, le- but I got to tell you, I learned something new every moment you were talking Cupertino. Yeah. When I get my iPhone, it's like, why do they have a time zone for Cupertino? I never knew <laughs> yeah. that. It's always in every iPhone. That's the ones. It's Cause that's where their corporate headquarters was. I did not know that. There you until go. Until now. There you go. Thank in you, breaking Jason. news. Yes. Actually in breaking news, this is urgent. Uh oh. Um, I get a call from my brother today and he said, I've got news for you. I've got to share with you. And immediately I'm thinking somebody's dead. Someone's dead. Yeah, so what's going on? Right. And it's about your dad. It's, oh about, God. Da- it's, it's about dad. I said, what? I was about to say your dad. <laughs> he got an iPhone. Oh, you have to understand. My dad is the most Luddite of Luddites. <laughs> he, he for years had a, it was like a badge of honor that he had a flip phone. Yeah, see, my dad was the same way. He didn't have a cell phone and wouldn't have if his work didn't issue one to him. He finally broke down once uh, my niece was born so that if he was alone with her somewhere, he could reach us if something happened, like if his car stalled or whatever. But uh, he, when he first got his cell phone, he was like, I do not text. I will not learn how to text. If you want to talk to me, you call me on the phone. And Five uh, minutes later. No, <laughs> several years, actually. Wow. He finally broke oh, when that's... he was on the set of Meet the Browns. And I think I've told you guys this story where he was blowing my phone up all day because he knew I was at work and he couldn't call me. Right. And he couldn't call on the set either. So he's texting and he's like, oh, my God, I met Jacqueline Bissett. And I was like, in a Tyler Perry movie, Dad? <laughs> I don't think so. He goes, well, what's what's that? That little lady from Stella got a group back. I was like, you met Angela Bassett, Bassett? Dad? And he was just like, oh, she's the sweetest little lady. You could fit her in your pocket. She's so tiny. Imagine she's if really she had nice. said, I met Jack Hay today. <laughs> hey, hey, <God>. hey. <laughs> how, how, how. <laughs> yeah. Aaron. So he finally broke when he was on his first movie set because he's like, they really do come out and do your makeup and stuff. And, mm. and he just had to point it out to me. He's like, Jade. I became a paid actor before you. And I was like, Aww. wow. I was but like, he's got a couple cute. of years on you, though. He does. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, and here's the part where Swan just keeps betraying Phantom over and over. And so obviously. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, he keeps Phantom in the record booth, and he's like cask of Amontillado-ing his ass. He's trying to cement him into the record booth. I guess he just plans to never use it ever again. Why like, doesn't he just kill him? Yeah, that's a, that's a big outlier. It was. Well, he can't oh, kill him. Yeah, that's he right. can't He's kill him. right now. Yeah. That's true. Okay. But, you know, cement him in... A room that a has room. less valuable assets. Yeah, you've you know? Done, you're giving away like And there wasn't even dollars. a bathroom in there. No. Come on. <laughs> well, you imagine Swan like leaving and going... That is so acme and hurts. Yeah. He opens yes. the door and there's a brick wall behind yeah. him <laughs> and, and he can't ah! get out. You know, Swan, Swan clo- you know, runs out and they brick it up. He's like, my keys are in there. Yeah. <laughs> This was oh, the damn it, stupidest I left my thing. iPhone in there. Well, and apparently he didn't take into account that selling your soul to the devil gives you super strength. Uh, he broke right through that wall. like it Either that or there. maybe the mortar was bad. You right. know, you got to be careful when you mortar up a wall like that. You got to make sure that the, the chinking is laid properly. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Well, but you know no, who installed it? Kyle. Oh, Kyle. So no, don't God, get Kyle. We, no, we keep Kyle's telling no you guys. Good. 
We don't oh. we don't like to talk, you know, oh. tell us So we're suddenly from Winnipeg. No, you got to call say. Gary. Gary does a good wall. He uh, did a wall at my dad's house. Gary, yeah. and he gives you a good warranty. Oh, yeah. My dad, he, my dad had a phantom, too. You know, he walled him up, and there's a sucker still there. Oh, oh yeah. Because of Gary. You know it. <laughs> Beats on the walls and begs us to kill him every day. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. <laughs> How true. And your dad texted. That, that, that was the Midwestern brick sketch. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the phantom is not only betrayed by being bricked into the recording booth, but he comes to find that Swan lied about uh, Phoenix being the star of his cantata and well, that it's going to be Beef. Beef. <laughs> when Beef puts his shower cap on, he looks like Joe Flaherty. <laughs> oh, check it out. Beef is behind the shower curtains. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, technically a joke. <laughs> but I thought this was scene was well shot the way they, they panned right Oh, the whole movie's well the shot. Shower. And then he takes the soap and flips it behind his back and he catches yeah. it. It's Don't drop the soap, Beef. Yeah. No, the, the, the movie is well shot from beginning to end. Agreed. I the think. camera yeah. work The is cinematography is really yeah. good. The lighting's really good. Editing. Uh, yeah, I mean. Costuming. Yeah. The, from a technical perspective. His tattoo on his face changed. Well, it's not a tattoo, is it? No, it's a, it's a, he put makeup on because he's, oh, okay. playing, he's playing. Because he goes from like a like a shamrock to a boy girl mm-hmm. symbol. Yeah. To oh, okay. Because I thought it was like a hobgoblin. But it does. But it does actually change between shots, though. So it is a continuity error. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, I'd be so terrified if a one-eyed bird man broke into my shower and then you know tried to smother me with a plunger. <laughs> if I had a nickel. <laughs> for how many That's like times? a Thursday oh, for Jason. God. God. But Tijuana, so the phantom uh, breaks into the shower and scares Beef away and tells him that he'll die if he tries to sing the cantata that it's meant for Phoenix, Phoenix. and only Phoenix. And she's because she's the love of his life and she's a beautiful For some singer. reason. Yeah. It's like, right, yeah. They met each other. It's kind of like the whole Anakin and Padme thing. They didn't really have yeah. a solid foundation to it's build under- a love story on. They meet for five seconds He's really just falling in love with her voice and her sound, but he... he and, and her looks. The, these bad guys are a little okay. bit like Tina. Oh, you know? They're all, they're, all girl, they're all girl crazy. Yeah. You know? I just met this girl named Phoenix and my life's about to change. <laughs> oh, he was all over you. <laughs> but yeah, so Beef is trying to run away. Trying, and, uh, in his Santa Claus costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the first time he's ever been upset that there was another man in his shower. No. Oh. Um, what? Poking him with something. <laughs> you guys Roughly. are incorrigible. In the mouth, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving. I'm, oh, how do I get this thing He's on? immune to COVID after that. And it's impressive because the dude was standing up. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. No power of tower whoa. necessary. Or tower of power. Oh, my God. Power Darby, of tower. save us from these God people. Save me from the these people. Power. The power of tower. That's going to be the name of my club. Uh-huh. I'm going to have my own, what do they call it? A rock. Uh, a rock palace. A rock palace. And it's going to be called I, the Power of Tower. I will sing the cantata for you, Jason. And like, my, I'm going to change my name to Tower. <laughs> tower of Power. Instead of Swan, it'll be Tower. I had to look that up, by the way. You, you indirectly. Please don't tell the term. fans what a no, Tower not, of Power absolutely is. Absolutely not. Look Wait. it up if you're curious. Uh, but I, I taught you that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, see, I'm, I just don't watch porn, so maybe I'm missing out on an education here. But so uh, they've come a long way. That's they really I've, have. I've heard stories. they actually have video game cosplay porn now, and it's it's like very what? it's like oddly specific to the video game. You guys are hella specific. Like wow. like <laughs> if you play the game Bioshock, there's actually Bioshock. That just sounds disgusting. Oh, Bioshock's an awesome game, but there's a really hard. Oh, gr- but it's not a porn. 
No, no. As if far- it was a porn, think about the implications behind <laughs> Anyway, huh. go so, ahead. So do here, pa- this is the paradise. This <laughs> is this is the big shoe, the really big shoe. Yes. And what I, I love, love Elvis is Presley. They have they have all of these guitarists, Mr. Conway Twitty, <laughs> and I believe some of the guitarists have big knives on. Yeah, and they pull audience members out and slice them up. Of course, they're not real audience members, and the audience goes crazy. Yeah, and then they put them all together. They sew it, up the audience members into. Yeah, into yeah, beef. And I'm telling monster, you, th- yeah. this opening sequence is, I would I would love to be in the front row. With oh. off-brand Kiss. Well, <laughs> well yeah. yeah, okay. They, they, they did occasionally get a little too Kiss with the makeup. The Mr. Makeup Ram Slam kissy. was supposed to be yeah. a sausage. And, and <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> Go in the Nobody corner. wants to be Peter Chris. <laughs> Lois, not even Peter Chris. <laughs> but yeah, no, you've got off-brand Kiss with their crazy ass axes. Yeah, and it's a little Alice Coopery. Yeah, a little Listen to the Cooper woman, you know. But yeah, the 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 vibe that I got from this scene was sort of a Pink Floyd's The Wall. Okay, a little bit. I'll go with um, you on that one. Although this is obviously less incredibly self indulgent. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, this is meant to be kind of funny. Yeah. Which I think is what actually makes the movie work is that it's very obvious that this is a movie that really understands what it is, and it's not trying to be anything more than that. No, you know, no. it's not trying to be a cult thing. It's not trying to be you know super sentimental and deep. It's really just kind of a f- fun music movie that's got a little bit of reference to uh, really Faust. Mm-hmm. And and wh- how many films did De Palma make before this? I don't know. Did he have a reputation? I don't think he did. Let's find out. Because I think what the budget was one point two million. Yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah, I thought yeah. I saw that. So it's relatively low budget. Well, I guess back then it was higher than. Well, it was budget. it was it was high enough that it didn't make it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which <laughs> the special yeah. effects are so. They're pretty bad. And but the, but and that's okay because it's like you're at a concert. That's how good the special effects would be. At a concert, right. yeah, because yeah. You, it's hard to hide when you're right up close to the performers. Right, you can't yeah. really hide the special effects from. I'm them. telling you, I would, I would pay real money to go to this show. It would be a great show. Yeah, yeah it would be an excellent show, especially and, if Beef gets electrocuted. Well, and the beauty of it is they're <laughs> killing. There's foe killing mm-hmm. people, right? So when Beef really gets killed, the crowd goes wild. Yeah, they think it's all a part of the show. Yeah, and and even as they're taking him out <laughs> to the ambulance with his face covered, they're beef. Yeah, beef. And you can love it. And you can imagine an audience actually doing that and thinking, well, this is all part of the show. They've been killing people the whole time. Faces of death style. Uh, Yeah, he had a lot of, he had several movies before this. Uh, He did some shorts. Uh, There was a documentary called The Responsive Eye, Murder a la Mode, Greetings, To Bridge This Gap, The Wedding Party. Yeah, so he had a ton of stuff before he. Did Phantom, but, but if you're ever young and you're in film school, you know, cozy up to a director that you think's going to make it. Oh yeah, you know, that's that, what we that, did. That was, that was <laughs> suckers. That was, that was De Niro's plan, and it worked. Why well, yes, yes. Well, yeah. Finley, not so much. No. <laughs> Poor guy. No, but he missed it by this much. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he wasn't a typical we went the leading William man. Finley route. <laughs> yeah, I will. Sorry, guys. We're late in life bloomers here. Just speak for yourself. But William, yeah, that's true. I I'm guess. not late in life. I guess you're just starting out, I know. We're, I'm at the conclusion. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. 
Don't no, talk like that. No, but I remember. I remember when I, you know, I'd been in the Navy for years, and I got out. And you were I was in the about, Navy. I was about your age when I. It's funny he never mentions it. When oh. I, when I was with a gang of actors, and and I said, "Oh, I'm I'm a late in life actor," and this one fifty five year old guy is just like, "You're not late in life. <laughs> you still got a long way to go." Yeah. Little did I know he was right. Yeah. And look at him, I'm still going like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> that's true and you know a couple of years after that you found these two weirdos <laughs> and right. the rest is history yes okay I have to have, ask a question about Beef's costume <laughs> in the cantata does he have a cod piece I don't know uh, I'm, I don't know that's not what good my for was. him does he are those holes in his shorts or are there like stars or something like patches because he's got one right on his wedding tackle I think like, it's a patch okay because it's he's just like madly gyrating and thrusting at the audience and I'm just like oh god but yeah um so this is that's where a star yeah it's just a little patch on his penis okay. <laughs> I just love that it's so strategically placed as if it's going to distract from this costume that he's yes. got on my god he's got glitter in his hair and this uh <laughs> 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 face Winslow's up in the This is terrible. <laughs> he's perching up in the ceiling getting ready to kill beef and he's just sitting there with his mouth open like an eel, like ah. Yeah, it's so crazy. Well the the metal teeth, you know, that was just he has to show them as much as possible because when he was in prison, they just yanked out all his teeth and put in metal teeth. And yeah. the excuse for that was that it was for sanitation purposes and yet the warden still has his teeth. Right. Well, I thought they were gonna like Use them for something. Yeah, or... I thought there was going to be a point to that. It was really just a point of torture for everybody. Real quick, uh, Darth, what year were you born? 88. Okay. Are you finding out what movie was? Yeah, Brain one. Man. That makes so much sense. Okay, uh, there's your personality. It's appropriate. <laughs> How many matches? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. A hundred? <laughs> Tina, there are four. A <laughs> hundred? Don't, don't play this game. You're the worst kind of autistic. But yeah, so what about... Well, I don't think Mr. Brown wants us to reveal his birthday. No, that's all right. Here, I'll, I'll find the chart. Mine was, uh, <laughs> I think Star Wars was the one that you can't. Yeah, my ass. <laughs> Why don't you go write a paper check for $1.15? For uh, it will take me a little while because this chart doesn't go back far enough. <laughs> and I, I, I'm being serious. Western so. mathematical <laughs> principles cannot accommodate such that, a task. It's because, you know, the chart only has colored films, <laughs> <laughs> not black and white, you know. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes, it's, it's exclusive. Talkies. <laughs> My day, we'd go to the picture show. But yeah, so the Phantom murders Beef oh. by electrocuting him with one of the a neon lightning bolt. Yes, that was used as a part of the the Frankenstein resurrection. You know, the lightning strikes the. Mm-hmm. the See, and that's Ernie. what it brought him that, life and it brought him death. That's one of that's the reasons true. why the trailer was so bad because in the trailer, there's a quick cut of him with the lightning bolt and just like throwing it. Yeah. And it looks like, oh, God, is that supposed to be like a terrible special effect for a lightning bolt? I know. And then when you actually watch the movie, it's, oh, no. It makes sense. It's it's set up, and then, okay, yeah, that works. Yeah. You know. But, and so, of course, now everything is set into place where uh, Phoenix has to save the show. And it's, it kind of reminded me. Is that where we landed? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and the Phantom strangles the the spotlight guy. Yes. Takes over the spot. Makes sure that she is... Shining in the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, okay. But this By one, the way, I think my, my method is broken with the movie Zodiac thing because it says here his is something called the jazz singer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Lord. Oh, poor Mr. Brown. 
Sorry. I'm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Send something with Charlie Chaplin. In here, it, I know. will let you guys. Yeah, here. <laughs> you can you can look and choose to reveal the oh, movie. You're going back to the 40s. <laughs> I remember the 40s. Well, I went past the 20s. That was a great decade. Yeah, you auditioned oh, for It's God. a Wonderful Life that, in that decade, didn't you? Yes. Uh, film. Top film was Pinocchio. That's the year I was born. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Just after Sergeant York. All right. But yeah, I think so I'd rather be Pinocchio than Sergeant York. <laughs> Pinocchio had more fun. He did. He went to that weird island with like prostitutes and stuff. <laughs> the you Lost know? Boys, the and Lost Boys, yeah. <laughs> no, the Lost Boys is Peter Pan. No, it was. Uh, it's something. Bad, it's, yeah, it's close it's, to that though. But didn't they, they were turning into animals or something? Yeah, they turned like into like yeah. donkeys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we digress. Yeah, yeah. So Phoenix has to save the show with a ballad of all things, and oh, Pleasure Island. That's where they went. Yeah, Pleasure. Island, yes. Is that like, you, you went is there that in like, the Navy, didn't you? Is that like Poor Island for I women? Did. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding, honey. I never went to Pleasure Island. Treasure <laughs> Island is yeah. where I went. Treasure it's near Island. Phuket. Oh, God. Whole place runs on beads. <laughs> beads? Benoit. Balls. <laughs> Your mom found a whole new way to use them, boy. But, uh, did you watch Regis? Uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we, just, did, we fell down yeah. the Archer rabbit hole this no, time. Actually... We do need to pause, though. Unless, do you have some? I just have to close with, there is a guy in my office whose last name is spelled B-E-N-O-I-T. And I was (laughs) pronouncing Benoit. And so one of my friends said, no, 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 it's it's Benoit. And I'm like, balls. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. You have to do that. (laughs) How could you live with a name like that? Benoit. No, that's like I saw a news article once. uh, There was some guy in England, and his last name was Whore. And I just thought, how... You've yeah, gone how many uh, generations and no one has decided that's it. I'm not making I'm not putting my kids through this. No. Seriously. I, sir, am a whore like my father before me. <laughs> and you shall be a whore too, yes. son. I was a French maid for a period of time. <laughs> I was treated well in my day. A good time to break. Oh, okay. No, I think our soundboard's running out of carburetor or something. <laughs> <laughs> so hindsighters, we're gonna take a quick break. We will be back in one second. And we're back. Ah. We are back. For those of you watching along at home. <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. We've skipped a bit, so now yes. you're out of sync. You've, yes. you, this was a terrible idea. Yes. Shouldn't have done it. Uh, we are They don't in, know. They've got their LSD kicked in yeah. half right. an hour ago. Right. They're, they're looking at their hands right now. So oh. the drugs are going to take hold. <laughs> oh. uh, he, so, uh, yeah, he, he just... All I see is Planet of the Apes. Maybe that's why I think that. Maybe it's because I've seen um, Battle for the Planet of the Apes. And maybe it, but he looks such... Yeah, anyway. He does he, look like Zayas. He does. So what's happened, Hindsiders, is that Phoenix does save the cantata. She sings a lovely ballad and people go crazy for her. She's an overnight success. And, of course, Swan is Got a little mustache. Saying that, and uh, this is... Uh, this, this is didn't, horribly cruel, I think. It is. Uh, and it wasn't consistent so the whole thing in the beginning when the audition process is happening phoenix has her morals and she's not going to be sexually exploited and so she runs out of the audition crying and then as soon as she gets a taste of fame she's all over swan like uh it's even kind of her suggestion that they get involved because he's leaning over her in her dressing room and he's like i'm gonna make you famous and she goes oh i you can have anything you want. And he's like, I want your voice. So it's very Little Mermaid. But then she's like, oh, is that all? 
And he's like, you know what? Actually, no. <laughs> now that you mention it. she Yeah. She sort of entices <laughs> yeah. him. And it, of course, is he really? Crazy idea. It? What if we have sex? Yeah. <laughs> huh? We have sex. I give you a record contract. Madam, we are purely professional. What is wrong with you? But yeah. Well, but before she was trying to sleep to be a sleep with someone to be a backup singer. But no, hey, she wasn't. She ran away from the audition because of that. She wouldn't sleep yeah, with them. Yeah, that's true. No, but it was just for the role of a backup singer. Oh, you're saying the different. She tasted oh. of the fame. Yeah, that's true. Because what suddenly she's... juices flow. You know, you were on stage with me. <laughs> oh dear God. <laughs> I oh dear god oh my, oh my god, god Adam, Adam. <laughs> oh how many times twice. Uh, glossing right past that uh, yeah twice in one show oh jeez the fuck are you oh. doing oh thank you Christian he's here <laughs> yes. to save me he's Christian's on the he's us. on the beat Batman's here to battle a phantom <laughs> oh which was another uh, legal issue. The movie was originally just called The Phantom. Yes, but then the estate of Marvel. the guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Marvel it was Marvel. Over the Phantom. Mar- yeah, it was. And Phantom yeah. of the Opera, the estate sued over that. There were multiple nope. lawsuits. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was of the Phantom, the I mean, comic. In purple. They the guy in purple. They both did. There were, I know. Oh, yeah, They yeah. both sued, Marvel yeah. and the yeah. uh, estate of the Phantom of the Opera. So, uh, yeah, this, God, <laughs> this is so creepy. So I mean, Phoenix, David Carradine's outside going, come on, kid. Yeah. Turn it down a notch. He's got a, he's got a <laughs> noose around his neck getting ready to go. But go ahead and explain what's going on. He died masturbating. Hey, can I borrow a lemon? Uh, yeah, so Swan gets Phoenix back to his home and uh, <laughs> in a very voyeur sort of fashion. God, Phantom he's stupid. Is, Phantom is watching them have sex through this skylight in the house. And Swan is taping it. He's video. There's a video camera. It's raining. So the yep. scene yeah. is pretty ominous. But the, the video camera angles down so that Swan can watch the Phantom watching watch him have sex. sex. And he's, he's really getting off on it. And then, of course, the Phantom tries to kill himself. Yes, but that's where the other big and reveal comes in. That's where he learns yeah. the hard way that he's immortal and he can't die. Unless Pintura, what is that? What do you call that again? The, the red paint? Oh, temper uh, paint. Yeah. Oh, I wrote that down. Yeah. yeah, it's oh. very temper. Look at that. It's not even dark. But <laughs> yeah, the contract terminates with Swan, and so Swan's original contract is what will uh, get the ball rolling as far as the immortals dying. Because uh, it's a uh, complex legal system. There are lawyers who their whole practice is in soul selling. You know. <laughs> yes, it it's is. It's like having a closing attorney when you sell your house. <laughs> it's very thoroughly. I want to sell my soul, but oh, the paperwork. Yeah. God. You know? And also in the 70s, remember, whether you were having sex or buying somebody's soul, you kept the Ray Bans on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did not come off, yeah, baby. Exactly. Well, when the girl's doing all the work, you don't have to worry about that. If That's you're true. Bottom, especially. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, Wait, uh, what? It's the same with Woody. <laughs> if you're a bottom because he's laying on his back and nothing's going to happen to his Ray Bans. Okay, that's not what a bottom is, but he's if he's on the bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe look F- that facing one up. up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the bottom. Okay, yes. If he's not top, if he's on top. The supine position. If he's doing the forward facing cowgirl, which I guess is just reverse, called a cowgirl. <laughs> the reverse rainforest. Uh, forward facing cowgirl. God. So if he's on Regular the bottom, cowgirl. Me. Sorry if I misspoke, but if he's on the bottom, yeah, his glasses would fall. But anyway, so now Phoenix is launched to fame, and Phantom is just sort of stuck with Swan until yeah. he can find some sort of loophole to get out of this contract. Yeah, and but it, it, fortunately for the Phantom, Swan has the worst security system 
Oh my ever, god. Ever ever. He leaves installed. his doors open. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, Kyle was also in charge of security. And uh, he, <laughs> oh, you see, yeah, he no. got so many bad Yelp Don't reviews you know. from his, you know, construction. Well, oh, I can work believe it. That he had to, it. he had to, you know, go into security. But oh, he's yeah. bad at that too. Oh yeah, Poor yeah. Guy. My uncle, he hired him to do his uh, his feed store, you know, and then, like two nights later had a phantom in it. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you and know. It, but it was fall, and that's the season. And it's too bad he can't yeah. hold down a job because <laughs> you know uh, his mother needs surgery. <laughs> wow, kind of blurred into something I there. Yeah, wow, into there. That's it's, very avant-garde. It's so sad. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, look at the Phantom. He's opening the records. That's nice. Those so, aren't records. Those are real. Those reels. are reels. <laughs> <laughs> I try video reels. Thinking. Yes, they are. Because yeah. uh, he's getting the video of Swan originally selling his soul to, the set, to Satan. So. Quickly, get it off of SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, because. And you would think this scene. You would think this scene bothered the hell out of me. Talk to me. All the people trying to audition for him. As well, no, the in. the woman who's like she used to date him. Yeah, hi, I'm I'm Susan Exposition, <laughs> and I'm here to just reveal a whole bunch of stuff that they couldn't. <laughs> they didn't have time to actually like do story. Yes. So I'm just going to tell you everything. Because the other girls trying to hit on Swan are half her age, and they're like, "What are you doing here? You could be his mom." And she goes, "No, we used to date in high school." And he hasn't aged a day. I don't understand. So, yeah, it's very Dorian Gray. Yeah, back when he was Mel Torme. (laughs) (laughs) I do like the fact that they put him in the awful wig for this specific reason. In a bathtub. I think he's wearing... He looks like a little boy. I know, I know. He looks like Mark Hamill the most, I feel. Like, the they have that kind of blondish... Yeah. Well, the wig is clearly there so that they didn't have to work that hard to find an actor who could play the back of his head. (laughs) In the scenes where he's talking to the devil in the mirror. Right. Yeah. You could have had, I mean, anyone could have been sitting there in that wig and you would have bought it, you know. I wonder what the purpose of that mirror is. Maybe not Idris Elba. <laughs> Ooh. Man, he'd be great in this movie. He's great in everything. He is, he's pretty good. <laughs> yes, he does as, know the as, effect he has on women. As the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> it's My God, my career is off the rails. In that, <laughs> in that case, who would be swan to Idris Elba's Phantom? I want to say Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I think Do you know he Steve went- Buscemi would have so much fun. Oh. Oh, well, no, actually, Ian McDermott, uh, uh, known otherwise as Emperor Palpatine, because he even at one point in the movie goes, good. <laughs> That's true. Is Dylan McDermott a nice person? <laughs> yeah, so you see Swan's tape, and the Phantom finds his loophole. He's going to destroy the tape so that he can... Uh, derail the wedding between Swan and Phoenix and get rid of Swan for good. It's like an X-Men plot. No, yeah. you know who he looks like in this scene with the Mel Torme hair? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyle. Oh my God, Charles he look, Boyle. He looks like yeah. Charles Boyle. You have to expect him to like give himself a nice recipe. Well, you see, Jake. <laughs> I've, my hands are covered in butter from making butter. <laughs> My hands are covered in blood from signing all these contracts. But yeah, so uh, Phantom does see the tape and he figures out his loophole to destroy his torturer and nemesis. Fortunately, it all comes together. It does. I love it when a Phantom plan comes together. I do respect the fact that the Phantom, even with everything going on in his life, and you know, it's a busy life. He's got got a lot going on. But he still finds the time to uh, do his makeup. You know? well, yeah, I mean, I mean that to me that's commitment to the whole phantom thing. Hey, but there was a, there was a slight that. continuity thing there. The, the oh, devil, I didn't see the devil and Paul Williams both had the 
the uh, contract at the same time. He handed it him, he took it, and the next scene, he still had it in his hand. And didn't it. he cross That's hands? That's it, I'm out. Yeah, so. No, but didn't he what cross hands instead of... What don't you fucking understand? If it was a reflection, it'd be their hands That's on the right. same side. That's right, so, yeah. uh, I know, it ruined everything. That just took me out of the movie. Yeah. I'm out. God, what is he, 12? I know. <laughs> that almost looks like a, a young woman playing him. I, I was, I was going to say Ron Howard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Phantom finally understands that... He finally understands that signing a contract in blood might have been a little iffy. Yeah, it, it's like somebody made a children's movie about, you know, contracts with Satan. You know, it's like Paw Patrol explains to this idiot. <laughs> Poor Lenny. He doesn't <laughs> understand his strength. Oh, no, no. But yeah, and then he goes over the edge because he sees that Phoenix also signed her contract in blood. So that yeah. is unfortunate. Oh, she's turning into Bernadette Peters. <laughs> <laughs> but she was stone, she was stoned when it happened. It. Does that count? Yeah, exactly. You know, wait, what? She was not of sound mind. Look at it. she's wasted on something. Yeah, doesn't matter. You get married drunk in Vegas, you're still uh, married the next yeah. day. Well, that's, that's why point. the devil. That's why the devil actually gave up the whole selling your soul thing because I mean, it got to a point where every little soul contract was like ten years in litigation. Yeah. He was spending <laughs> a fucking fortune on lawyers. I guess you so. Know? It's just not worth it. Yeah. It, ultimately, the price is just too high. Oh, yeah. And then Obama and the pr- the bottom fell out of the soul market. And it was and, just, it was a whole thing. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. <laughs> and, and see, that's the it's whole a thing. Year, it was, it was a bad year. Yeah. Jason, yeah. the devil did pay in money. <laughs> <laughs> I the, haven't learned a thing. <laughs> what if the judge sentences you to be my butler? <laughs> of course. Oh God! All right, next next season on CBS. That's, that's <laughs> we've covered all the shows. God, come on, CBS, hire us. So yeah, um, I can totally see a, this wedding ceremony between Phoenix and Swan. This is so sunny and share like this big live production with people dressed in animal costumes and just running around dancing and singing. well, and they must have paid a fortune to have cameramen every single place in the building filming the Hitman, filming Everywhere. you know, I mean. Very that's Palma-esque. Yeah. Kyle DePalma. went on his break, and the Phantom just like started a fire. God, he's, <laughs> that Kyle's just so problematic. Yeah, those I'm Phantoms, you know. I mean, when I was a boy, they weren't this bad. You know, I think they're getting worse. Ugh, I really do. They're just so violent. No, no why? Did, okay, here's the the crow the crow <laughs> the crow bikini. Here, cool. squint, squint cool. your eyes. Hold on, squint your eyes. Yeah, but why do they? Why is why does he want to kill Phoenix? I thought it was I don't made know. In heaven. I don't know. I'd marry Phoenix. Well, and what also there's a he doesn't try to kill Phoenix. Yes, he does. He hires a hitman to shoot her. Yeah. Oh, Swan does. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you said. I, I thought you were saying the Phantom. Does. No, but it like, doesn't no. make any sense. No, Adam's totally correct. Swan, it's like his gravy train. Yeah, I but don't. It, it doesn't make sense either. Not just for that reason, but she just signed her contract in blood. She's immortal too. How yeah. are you going to shoot her to death? Yeah, that's that's uh... plot. That's a plot gap right there, Brian. You're holding a second. Let me call. <laughs> Mr. DePaul, you're gonna no! get a heated text from Mr. Brown later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, deal with it, Brian. But yeah, so it's um, <laughs> it's so ridiculous and Sorry. over the top. And it, the crowd is almost like under a spell. They just feed off the energy and just run with the violence, kind of like what they did with the Cantata show. Like oh, yeah. they, with the Faust, they just freak out and people are yeah, crowd surfing and just losing their minds. And even when people start getting shot and things go south, they're just like, yeah, and the energy just it's amps up. It's a blood up. lust. Yeah. Yep. An entertainment you lust. Know, Look at this guy's tongue's out. You know, he's all excited. Christian Bale had to lose 80 pounds to play that dancer. 
his ass there, atrophy. Yeah, I mean. Now look at this this edit. So he's filming her from one side, and then he's filming her from the other, and she's just spinning around. <laughs> what is this? Dan- this reminds me of some of your Breakfast Clubs mo- yeah, clothes, yeah. Mr. She Breakfast. looks like she's having a fit. Yeah, Those she's my, flinging her arms. Like she stole my dance moves right there. <laughs> they were very, very Elaine-esque. Yes, you know what yes. I mean. Little. Running through the hotel where we film this movie um, <laughs> <laughs> as quickly as possible. And people are waking up because it's like two in the morning. I like, really want a rifle that I can keep in 75 pieces oh, right? yes. in an attache case. Some assembly and required. Put together. Yes, slowly yes. put it together. and Put, put it together every, slowly. It's more yeah. dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know this... Okay, why does he come out in a mask? Because has he already he's started aging. to melt? He's aging. Yeah, he's, he's melting. He's aging. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but he's, he's a professional, and he is not canceling the show. No, no he's not yeah. canceling the show. It must go on. He's, uh, yeah. Say what you will about that Swan fellow. You know, he's a real pro. <laughs> he's an exhibitionist. Oh yeah, to the nth degree. That's why oh, yeah. I had to fire Kyle. Oh yeah, no, no Kyle. Exactly Kyle gets a hangnail, and no, <laughs> we got to cancel the show. But that's one fella. No, no oh no, his his face is melting off, and he, he looks like he just got a really bad oh, yeah. chemical. Peel. Oh, and his mom is so nice. Oh, she's <laughs> nice. All right, but yeah, and so even getting married in this state of mind, she signs over her soul, and she's blitzed on. Pills. I know it's like, <laughs> yeah, she's it was the seventies, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And you've got a guy dressed as the Pope who, I'm not even sure he's an ordained minister. I'm going to have I, to check with my church and see if I he's on doubt the file. It. I doubt it if he is. I don't yeah. think he is. Um, yeah. that, and he's still but, got the sunglasses on over the over Of the course he does. Pontiff Sex, stabbing, selling souls, the sunglasses stay on. Oh, the three S's instead of the yes, three S's. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but for better or worse, Phoenix, I mean, you're married to a melted wax crayon now. Oh, so. they, ki- they, they, they killed my favorite character. They killed the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> they killed the bishop. And of course, everyone was getting very excited. Very excited. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that one. <laughs> the bishop. Um, and then the ah. dramatic conclusion of the movie, which is that... Okay, so Paul Williams, Swan he's melting. Dies, he's getting old. But when Swan dies, the knife wound on the Phantom, the Phantom opens, on and the tempera paint comes out. Yes, he explodes, and then him. he and dies. Phoenix, Phoenix is uh, well. He's trying. Swan is trying to kill away. her. Yeah. But even at this point, you can't kill her. She's immortal, and she doesn't have any like. He's wound. trying to extract her voice, <laughs> suck it out of her neck. He's yeah, strangling her. I mean, well, and and okay, so if oh, he, is, that the, is that the wrong grip on a woman to be strong? <laughs> well, yes, you would know, would you? I would. There's no right way. There's, there is a there is a right way. There's a lot of wrong ways. Wrong ways. Yes. Uh, so okay, so Temper Phoenix's everywhere. Phoenix's soul was owned by Swan. Yes. Swan dies, and then I guess there's a does her soul go into probate? <laughs> like does the devil automatically get it or well, oh, there, or if there's a will so she's a contractor she can walk away anytime she wants well that's true the contract probably says you can't assign it or anything you can't like sublet it's not a transferable lease. yeah yeah she's not property she's not a lease fascinating be- area of the law soul selling <laughs> now, what, one thing I want you to notice here as you know as uh, the phantom is dying and she just now realizes that it's Winslow Winslow yes when you get a close up of his eye you can actually see a hard contact lens yeah. in his <laughs> left eye well it's like a whole prosthetic thing no no that's his right one he, oh, that's, he actually, oh. he's actually wearing because he, he, he has thick bottle glasses so oh. for him to perform he had to wear a contact lens 
And when he turns on his side, let's see if I if we can if we can see it right. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you can see the lens. Yeah, you can see the lens. The yeah. Eye, yeah, it's amazing the things you notice when you know. But Birdman is Phantom on the floor. need saline. <laughs> <laughs> I need it's like I need to see you have to buy me some contact. They were expensive back then too. And that's the movie. Well, yeah, yeah and she does love Winslow cuz I mean he dies right in front of her and she find cuz he accosts her earlier Typical in the movie woman. trying to tell her like swan's bad for you. I can't I can't let them take the one pure thing like Well, you, he you, said it's me. It's Winslow. He told her his name. But she didn't believe it. Yeah. It's not until she sees his face that she really goes, "Oh, Winslow." And then just is sort of petting his head. And then everyone is still dancing and rocking as everyone's dying. Because it's part of the show. Yeah, it's part of the show. Huge exclamation. Throw out your hands. Take out your toes. Yeah. Weren't expecting that, were you? I wasn't. That was very well done. I tried. But, yeah, so now we just go back in. Larry David as that guy. Yeah. We roll credits. Well, it's funny because when the, before... The juicy fruits are blown up in the car bombing. Uh, they dress the f- juicy fruits like Winslow. They all have on like blonde wigs and glasses. Did you guys notice that? Oh, they looked like Winslow before he had his horrible accident. Oh, and that dude lit just straight up molesting that poor girl in the b- bikini. The girls really got taken advantage of in this movie. In, in the seventies, uh, yeah. yeah, in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, yeah. Now. I say it as a, oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a very thing. very saintly. Very yes. respectable business now. Um, but <laughs> no! <laughs> um, Christian knows. So the movie ends with Phoenix still being alive. Presumably Phoenix still has a career. Yeah. And oh, presumably yeah. none of that matters because this is an art movie. It is. So, you it's know, an art house film. Yeah. So, you yeah, don't, so it's like truly. you said, there's no development for the characters. They're all no, just, there's no antagonist. They're still the same. Oh, no, the pro- Phoenix might be the protagonist. If she comes full circle when she sees Winslow dying, and she like recant recants her oh, bad ways okay. and realizes, I mean, you have to read a lot into yeah, it. Yeah, you have to really stretch for it. You know, but uh, and I, I don't have the energy. No, me neither. After uh, you know, hey ho. After all this, no. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we watching now? It's like a laugh track. It's like the, the editor end. fell asleep on his machine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Hindsiders, that was the movie. Now, Mr. Brown, you have to uh, tell them why you made us watch this crazy Thank you, by the way. Seriously, thank you. Jason really enjoyed it. So I hinted at it before. When I was a kid, I was at my friend Larry's house, and HBO was playing, and I just saw the lightning bolt and the guy with the bird hat on, and I was like, what kind of crazy movie is this? And then I remember Phantom in Paradise, and I watched it, and I just thought it was bizarre. Yep. But it, it left impressions in my brain. And, of course, that was 20 years ago, maybe, when, when I saw it. When you were impressionable. Maybe 30 years. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 40 years ago. Uh-huh. How long ago? It was I in 19 diggity two. When the Kaiser had stolen all me, our zeros. Let me do the mental math. <laughs> but what I know is while I was watching this movie, Bill Cosby was raping women. There you go. So there was a lot. Wow. Going on. There you go. Yeah. That yes. took a turn. <laughs> With no. the pudding pop. <laughs> he, he was, he was uh. the pudding pop bandit of the 70s. The chocolate one. So so now to, to make a long story a little bit longer, I, I just remembered <laughs> those scenes vividly. And I said, let's rewatch this to see if it has aged well. Yeah. And I enjoyed it more I you know, when I saw it. And what made me even happier is little did I know there was a film that I saw that Jason hadn't. 
I mean, Jason yeah, is, that was a, surprising is a film o file. Yeah, I've since, never seen this until today. Especially since it's so off yeah. the wall, because that's your whole game is falling down yeah. the weird yeah. movie rabbit hole and seeing what other people watch. So well, I was really surprised when I heard you hadn't watched this. I think it's a movie that it. Um, I'm so surprised, Steve. Uh, weren't you surprised? <laughs> I was surprised. <laughs> it's 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 available on Prime. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to pay for it. It's yeah, not on Netflix. You made me pay four dollars for this movie. It's, it's not on Netflix. It's not on Hulu. It is. It doesn't really show up on like even, well, what used to be late night TV, you know. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think I ever had the opportunity. I think I would have had to have gone looking for it. Yeah, that's to true. see it, you know. But I did send you that that screenshot from an article a year ago before Halloween, saying that this you is did. the film you got to see. Yeah, we're a year late, but we got her done. <laughs> Over and out. On his, uh, fitting as with this closing out our Halloween season because this was released on Halloween, I believe, or right, right around the it, Halloween. It was yeah, it was released like a year and a half after it was supposed to be. Yeah. So um, interesting. Well, I'm a straight five because once again, this is the first time I've seen this movie. Um, but it was it was an interesting romp. I'll give you that, Mister Brown. Well, good. Yeah, I'll give it a five too because it's the uh, the first time. But but I have a feeling if I had seen it before. Uh, my my gut is edge it up to a seven. Yeah, maybe? Uh, well, uh, a, a spiritual seven. Yeah, there. That's what I was going to give it a seven. An honorary seven. You I mean a satanic seven? Yes, that's more fitting for this particular film. So what, you, I'm sorry. What was your score, Mister? Seven. Seven. Okay. All right then. On that yeah. lovely scaling note, this has been a completely trippy evening with a lot of incredibly eccentric yet talented actors. So uh, thank you for not us. Oh. No, no, we're no, talking about not, the, yeah, film the film before us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, sure, but <laughs> well, yeah. hindsighters, we appreciate you as always for joining us uh, for your drive time, your listening time, your workout time, your uh, crow-clad bikini time. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Uh, <laughs> your, pu- your pubie time, dark pubie time, your seventies porn time. Yes, or what? What it would have been if you weren't watching this. So, it just gets worse from here, folks. It does. We're, it's all downhill, so thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been Darth, Adam, and Jason with Hindsight, and good night. Good night. <laughs>